everybody welcome back to vagina slims it's been so long since i've been on here um for those who are new to the podcast i'm lauren rose and i run this thing every couple weeks or so um but it's actually been super long since i've made a a current podcast the last one was fucking valentine's day and it's just nuts how time flies and all that stuff but um yeah, I mean, life is decent. I actually just realized that um, it's pretty much like the one-year anniversary of Vagina Slims. I've somehow, you know, managed to do this for like a full year without stopping for like more than a month or so. So, yeah, I thank you all for listening and sharing it and stuff. Um, it reminded me to go back onto my, my Instagram messages you can find me there at Vagina Slims as well. Although I think I'm going to maybe like change my name. I mean, I know it sounds superficial or whatever, but really like I I looked into my messages because I forgot to, you know, that sometimes you guys send stuff there and all of it is like dick pics or like people being like, do you want sex now? <laughs> I'm like, no. Um and it's because my name has vagina in it and it sucks, but like, I just don't want random creepos like following me, expecting me to post a nude or like, I don't know, this is real. Like, I don't care. You know, like this is um like a thing that I deal with just whenever I open up my Instagram, I like slightly wince because I know there'll be like a comment on one of my like innocent selfies of me smiling being like, show us your vagina or something like that. Like, it's so fucked up so i might change it (laughs) but um i did want to just say a couple things these might be super old but i wanted to acknowledge some messages that i got um you know like right away at the beginning of the podcast okay yeah like here's one it's jessica underscore said hey lauren wanted to let you know your podcast is blowing up in my group of friends I know it may sound creepy, but we love to sit around and hear the sound of your beautiful voice while eating junk food on girl nights. Keep it up. Oh my god, that sounds so cool. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I, I want to have that. I want to have, like, slumber parties again. Like, I remember when I was a kid, that was, like, the thing. Like, everybody brought their own sleeping bag, and, like, it was always this huge deal. Like, popcorn and movies and but that just sounds like a good time. So thank you, seriously. And you know, if you've ever sent anything to um, my message box and I haven't like accepted it or whatever, it's just because I forget about it, honestly, like to go there. And when I do go there, I just see like gross things. So I exit out. So we'll probably stick to Tumblr (laughs) from this point on. But um, oh, all right. So um, it's April now. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. I just had a birthday. March 30th was my birthday, which is the same birthday as Eric Clapton, MC Hammer, Nord Jones, and somebody else who I'm forgetting, like Celine Dion or something. I don't know. Um, so yeah, thanks for all those birthday wishes. I am 22 now and scared as hell. 
because I do not want to get older. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm just going to start this off with April Wine, um, their song Roller. It's super good, and I think it kind of gets me going when stuff is about to go nuts. So yeah, here it is. was April Wine with their song Roller. Um, 
Yeah, super good. <laughs> that and Roxy Roller by uh, Nick Gilder. Those are my two favorite songs of this kind of <laughs> this person, this character that everyone's always talking about. Um, yeah, I actually, I think I heard this song originally on the um, the Days of Confused soundtrack because I was really intrigued when I watched that like director's commentary on Days and Confused by Richard Linklater um that like so much of the production's budget went towards the soundtrack and like getting the licenses to to play it on the movie I think like Aerosmith the um, the the song that like it's at the beginning of the film Sweet Emotion or whatever that cost like a sixth of their budget overall to play so yeah that was nuts but uh good times I like I'm kind of at this point in my music taste right now or I just need like anything that will get me going because I'm about to like enter the most uh stressful time of my life and most busy time of my life and I just need to keep on going and just kind of like get in a trance so that's kind of what this podcast is going to be focusing on um maybe we'll slow it down in the future I don't know (laughs) but yeah um so I wanted to go back to those Instagram messages because I I want to make sure I get some of those in today um okay wicked game underscore said question for the next vslims podcast are you in art school also were you in high school wait (laughs) when you were in high school were you ever scared you weren't smart enough smart enough for college and stressing out for the future um getting out of the house i'm kind of going through this and want to hear if your teenage self felt it too in love with your podcast by the way thanks for answering yeah um that's actually so crazy that i just read that because i was thinking in my bed last night i had this like flashback of this memory that i was trying to suppressed for a very long time of like me being a second grader and um basically there's like this reading group or we had like English class whatever but there's like this outside reading group that you were sent to if you were doing bad in the English class and everyone would just make fun of these kids like relentlessly and I knew a couple of them actually one of the boys like ended up being one of my best friends for a while (laughs) um but yeah, it was just like really embarrassing, I guess, to be put in that position. Even in second grade, there was like a hierarchy of, you know, who's smart, or who's smarter than the other person, you know, and I ended up having to get sent there. And I just remember like being sent from my room and having to go up to a different room in the school and like looking down at the um, like concrete steps and they had little like sparkles in them and just like crying and just not wanting to go and uh to make matters worse they like gave all the kids in that special reading group smarties um (laughs) it's like give the dumb kids smarties you know like great bully material so yeah it it was like really scarring for me and I definitely like carried that on throughout middle school and high school and even college like I don't know I know what you're talking about like when I got into the college that I am in and yes I am in art school um also journalism school um, I just felt like, 
Like I didn't get in on my own accord or on my own grades because my grade or my ACTs, they're pretty like average or even below average. And I did like a supplemental essay and I was like, I only got into here, you know, because of special circumstances, like they just feel bad for me and blah, blah, blah. And um, I don't know, like there's stuff, you know, imposter syndrome, stuff like that. And I'm still trying to work through it on my own. But I know what you mean. Like, I really do get scared that like, you know, I'm gonna pop out of school and not have like any real world skills especially skills that like a bunch of these like math and science people get in college um you know and they go for these high paying salary jobs and all that stuff and I worry about that and I'm like fuck like I hope I'm not dumb (laughs) and um I don't know there's such like this importance stressed upon people to be smart in like an academic sense and I struggle with that even in art school like you know anyone listening to this we all can communicate in terms of like music and film and all that stuff because there's something about those mediums that's so tangible you know like when you see other people speaking or like you know you see their gestures um or you like feel a certain swell of music like it just makes sense to you like you can understand and communicate with it But when it comes to like words on paper or problems in a math set, if that doesn't come to you naturally, it just feels like so foreign and bizarre and scary. So I don't know. I think I was like trying to say something positive and I just got got, like deeper into my my problem. But oh, yeah, I was going to say like with art you know, everyone has this misconception, like, anyone can be an artist, like, I can create that, but, you know, of course they don't, (laughs) but, um, you know, there's also, like, this whole theory side of art, and I find it personally very hard to, like, concentrate and to, like, really get through really dense readings and stuff like that, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel very insecure about that sometimes, where I'm like, you know, I'm going to this field that's very broad, and, um, if I don't like know all of these readings or if I can't interpret something the correct way right away, then like I'm going to be shit out of luck, you know? So I don't know. But that's like why I love like this podcast, you know, that we do or, you know, like I said before, watching films or listening to music because those are things that are like universal that everyone can understand, you know, like, you don't have to look words up in a dictionary in a song usually or you know if you see something in a movie like you just understand it right away and I think like it's important to realize that you're probably not giving yourself enough credit to you know and um I mean there's something there's no like concrete way I guess to be seen as smart I mean in school they have all these I don't know these ways of testing you and stuff like that but I think if you're a good communicator and you can pick up on things and if you think about things and process them and learn like I think then I think you're good to go you know (laughs) I don't know like I still get insecure about that like day to day um but yeah I don't know if that was helpful at all but that's just what I was thinking about that made me like think of a song um 
by the doors, actually. Because I feel like Jim Morrison sort of has a way with words that are, it's plain, but I don't know, you can like really feel and understand it right away. And um, I just listened to this new album that I got in the car, and um, I had never heard this song before by them. And it's super disco-y, like super funky, but it kind of has this like um, spoken word poetry element to it. Very visual, very interesting. So yeah, we're going to play that. Um, This is The Doors with Ghost Song. Enjoy. Shake dreams from your hair, my pretty child, my sweet one Choose the day and choose the sign of your day, the day's divinity First thing you see A vast, radiant beach and a cool, jeweled moon Couples naked race down by its quiet side And we laugh like soft, mad children Smug in the woolly, cotton brains of infancy The music and voices are all around us Enter again the sweet forest, enter the hot dream, come with us, everything is broken up and dances. Scattered on dawn's highway bleeding Ghosts crowd the young child's fragile eggshell mind. We have assembled inside this ancient and insane theater To propagate our lust for life And flee the swarming wisdom of the streets The barns are stormed, the windows kept only one of all the rest to dance and save us with the divine mockery of words, music and flames temperament.
great creator of being grant us one more hour to perform our art and perfect our lives. We need great golden calculations. When the true king's murderers are allowed to roam free, a thousand magicians arise in the land. Where are the feasts we were promised? That was Ghost Song by The Doors. Um, yeah, it's super weird, isn't it? I really love it. Way different than their early stuff, but, um, yeah, I, I googled that song because something is just different, you know, and, um, turns out that it was actually released uh in 1978 seven years after jim morrison's death in paris um this is what it says the song is morrison's poetry recording with the rest of the band's music part of the lyrics to the song with the mention of indians scattered on dawn's highway bleeding allegedly refers to one of morrison's childhood experiences when he and his family were driving down a desert highway and passed a road accident site where trucks loaded with Indian workers had collided. According to Morrison, when he had thought about that experience, he felt that the souls of the dead Native American workers, quote-unquote, leaped into my soul, and they're still there. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, the song marks the first creation of New Door songs with the overdubbing music to pre-existing poetry recital tapes by the surviving doors members huh damn so yeah that's a little that's so strange um also another thing you know like last episode i think i talked about freak by lana del rey i think i did well i just saw that um somebody kind of did this digging up of research for the music video you know and i was talking about charles manson or some sort of like cult leader but um, now that I think about it, somebody wrote that it was this kind of like representation of Jim Morrison and Pam, his wife, and their experiences together, which is so fucked up and very like true, if that's exactly what it is. Like they look exactly like, um, you know, Father John Misty and Lana and whatever. So that's so nuts. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I, I just like that visual language that he uses. And I don't know. I feel like that last question that I answered wasn't really resolved. And when I was listening to that song, I, it reminded me of um, Sylvia Plath. And I have like all of these um, papers everywhere that I like, I guess, I think it was last summer or two summers ago, I read Sylvia Plath's um unabridged journals i think that's kind of what the book is called it's a really chunky book um all of her writings compiled and like she has a certain way like her and sophia coppola and mm, like maybe greg Araki, derek san france like they all have this like visual language that's so similar um 
but I was reading some of the stuff that I wrote down and it's gold like okay I'm gonna read this it might be <laughs> a little weird but um and I I also bring this up because like Sylvia Plath especially in that book she's always trying to like correct herself or think that she isn't good enough when she writes yet it's so fucking beautiful you know what I mean um seriously if you pick up that book like every other sentence is like I shouldn't be using this like I use too many metaphors and blah 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 and it's like no like you're amazing you know um but yeah I want to read something before we go and before I play the last song because I thought it was just super nice and you know we got to put these kind of things out into the world so this is from the book I'm not quite sure what page it is but here it goes tonight for a moment all was at peace inside I came out of the house across the street a little before 12, sick with unfulfilled longing, alone, self-reveling. And there, miraculously, was August night. It had just rained, and the air was thick with damp, warm fog. The moon, full, pregnant with light, showed strangely from behind the small, frequent clouds, poised like a picture puzzle that had to be broken with the light in the back, outlining each piece. There seemed to be no wind, but the leaves on the trees stirred. Restless, the water fell from them in great drops on the pavement with a sound like that of people walking down the street. There was a peculiar smell of mold, dead leaves decay in the air. And the two lights over the front steps were haloed with a hazy nimbus of mist, and strange insects fluttered against the screen, fragile, wing-thin, blinded, dazed, numbed by the brilliance. Lighting, heat lighting, flicked on and off as if some stagehand were toying with the light switch. Two crickets deep in the cracks in the granite steps sang a sweet, haunting, thin trill. And because it was my home, I loved them. The air flowed about me like thick molasses, and the shadows from the moon and street lamp split like schizophrenic blue phantoms grotesque and faintly repetitious just like so amazing like I totally remember reading this in the summer and feeling the exact same thing like there's this really weird place by my house um like my house is like kind of city residentially but if you go like two blocks away there's this weird tiny um I don't know what they're called, like cul-de-sacs maybe? Just strange. They have like those old-timey lamps and for some reason it's just like way quieter over there and like misty over there all the time. It's just amazing. So I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to get at is like there can be a different way of communicating and understanding ideas and if you don't fit this mold then I know it's hard and stuff but um, you probably aren't giving yourself enough credit. And I think, like, it's cool that people like you and I and anyone else who's listening can communicate in these ways. I think there's, like, value to that, you know? I don't know. Don't beat yourself up too much. I'm sure you'll do fine, <laughs> you know? We all get by some way or another. But um, I don't know. I like us. I like everyone here, <laughs> you know? I don't know, so, 
I wanted to finish the podcast, though, with some local music, because I feel like I never do that. Um, but I remember there's an artist here, I think maybe a year or two ago, I was, they came out with a new album, and I was super into it. I was just so ecstatic, and I was dating a guy at the time who was also a musician, and he would always just talk shit about him. And so I'm so glad I never stopped listening to this guy's band because it's awesome um but yeah i think i'm gonna play uh fantasy by Susie out of minneapolis and i'll leave all of their information um in the description if you want to check out the rest of their music it's super dope so yeah thanks for listening y'all and i hope to see you soon bye